You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast. This is episode 45. My name's Anne-Marie Cross, small business marketing and mindset coach. Do you ask the question, how can I grow my coaching practice? What are the secrets that will help me fill my practice? And what marketing should I be doing to attract new clients? Well, you're in the right place. Whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or maybe you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. I'll teach you the right business and marketing strategies that you should have in place to communicate a meaningful message in a powerful way so you can stand out and finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to another show. Do you still charge your clients by the hour? For instance, a client books in for a session, you do the session and then they pay you for your services. If you do, and this is the only way that you're generating income, then this is what is known as the time for money business model. Clients are paying you for your time. Your session runs about an hour, you get paid for that hour. Now, if you want to take your coaching practice to the next level, then what I'm about to share with you may surprise you. And if you're still following that time for money business model and your main source of income is charging clients for the time you spend with them, but you want to take your income to the next level, perhaps even doubling or tripling your income like many of my clients have done, then you need to move away from the outdated time for money business model. And on today's podcast, I'll be sharing the three things you need to do to help you. And that'll be later in the Words of Wisdom segment. But before we move on, let me dive into a couple of announcements. Firstly, I want to do a huge shout out to Elaine Lindsay. Now, you'll find her over on Twitter at Trull Social. That's the at sign, then T R O O L. S-O-C-I-A-L. Now, Elaine is a social media trainer. She's a coach. She's a speaker. And she's also been on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show as a guest expert. And that's another show I do here on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Network. And she shares her expertise on Google Plus and Google Hangouts. So if you're unsure about Google Plus and Hangouts, then uh, I recommend Elaine is your gal. So just a shout out to Elaine. Thank you for the Follow Friday Empowered Women shout out. I really appreciate it. Now, if you'd like me to do a shout out to you, just like I have with Elaine today, there's a couple of ways that you can do that. Firstly, you can shout on, out online. Make sure you tag me, of course. Otherwise, I don't know that you've tagged me and I can't uh, say thank Thank you to you. There's also another way that you can do it, and that's to pop over to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP Connect. Our direct phone number is there, so you can leave a message, or you can also use SpeakPipe over there, where you can leave your name, your company name, and a brief message, and record that directly from your computer. And of course, all the instructions are over there, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com 
forward slash ccp and of course last but not by no means least you can subscribe to our itunes channel go over to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash ccp itunes um, when you rate the show and leave a comment i'll also shout out to you and thank you for that as well by doing that you actually help us take the show and share it with other people as well because the more people that subscribe the more people that comment and rate um, the rankings go up and i really appreciate and thank you for helping me to do that second announcement is one that i've shared before however i wanted to share it about about it again on today's show because it's something that i highly recommend you attend it's a one-day in-person workshop and, and if you're someone who gets nervous about getting up and speaking and saying your elevator pitch or your e-pitch whatever you want to call it, it's an introduction when you attend a networking event then this is a must attend it's a one-day workshop scheduled for the 30th of October and it's called Banish Networking Nerves Forever. Here's just a couple of things I'll be covering. Practical tips on how to control your butterflies, calm your nerves so that you can speak with confidence, how to create a meaningful and memorable 30-second introduction that's going to wow your audience and want them to know more. That's so important. Uh, body language, we all know that non-verbal communication can be very powerful. So there's certain techniques that I want to share, microphone tips and techniques and so much more. So if you attend, you're going to walk away from the day inspired, empowered and ready to stand up and confidently say who you are at your next networking event. So if the nerves get better of you, you fear speaking in public or despite having gone over and over what you're going to say, you stand up and your mind goes blank then this workshop is for you. www.banishnetworkingnerves.com. Go there and uh, you can book your seat. And here's today's tip of the week. Now, do you have so many things to do during your day that it's hard to keep track of, especially when maybe part of your work requires you to go outside of your office and you'd really like to be able to keep track of what you need to do. And also, if you're like me, you love to cross off what you've done. It gives me great satisfaction when I've done something and I can cross that off my list. Now, great application that I've been using for a while now is Wonderlist, and that's W-U-N-D-E-R-L-I-S-T.com. Now, Wonderlist is a great resource that allows you to create lists. So to-do lists, shopping lists, any time of type of lists that you can imagine, and you can keep them all in the one place with easy access either from your desktop or even your mobile phone. So you can keep up to date if you're on the road or if you're sitting in your office. Now, once you have completed something, you can give it a tick and it's then considered complete. I use it to maintain a to-do list. Uh, I created also a powerful intentions list. And I even have what I call my I am masterful at list, which I'll often read. And it's a list of things that I want to remind myself of kind of as, um, you know, uh, uh, statements, just empowering statements. So I've got that there on, on Wonderlist. And there's a free version. There's a pro version. So if you love to create lists to keep you focused and on track, Wonderlist is certainly a great resource. So you'll go, you'll find it over at www.wonderlist.com. So go over there and check it out. Today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level.
Today's Words of Wisdom is about moving away from the outdated time for money business model so that you can grow your coaching practice. And as I mentioned earlier on in this podcast, many coaching schools still recommend that time for money business model, which is you charge for your time, which is generally about an hour long, those hour long sessions. However, this business model poses a few problems that eventually will put a limit. It's a ceiling on the amount of income that you can earn in your coaching practice. Firstly, there are only so many hours per day and per week. Do you agree? And out of those hours, not only do you spend time working with clients, there are also other things that you need to to do in your business as well, such as business development, marketing, and the list goes on. Now, when you're following the time for money business model, because there's only so many hours available to you to work with clients, once those hours are taken up, the only way that you can increase your income is to increase the amount you charge. However, in my experience working with coaches, they're often undercharging for their time anyway. And the thought of putting up their prices, hmm, that kind of is a completely different topic and is often something that they need to work on because money mindset is so very important. It's a huge topic. It's one I love and I, you know, if you follow me and have listened to my podcast for some time, you know that that's often a topic I speak about as well. What if there was a way that you could increase your income that didn't require you to work longer hours so that you could squeeze in more clients? Now, if I challenged you to increase the amount of income, maybe even the number of clients that you worked with in your practice over the next 30 days, what would you do to to go about achieving this? Now, when I pose this question, I generally get the same responses from coaches, especially if the coaches I'm speaking to are still following that time for money business model. That is, they work for an hour with their clients and then they charge that client for the hour session. Now, for coaches who already have a steady client base and who are looking at taking their coaching practices to the next level, however, they are already stretched for time and they want to sleep, you know, sleeping is very important too. The thought of increasing their income by taking on more clients, it's exhausting, it's overwhelming, and they are already stretched too thin with everything else on their schedules. They couldn't possibly take on any more clients. So if either of these sound like you, then I'm going to share three things that you need to think about in order to shift your thinking away from the time for money business model, that is charging for your time uh, that you work with clients. And I want to introduce with you a new business model that will give you more freedom in your business while allowing you to generate more income. And right now you may be thinking, that is impossible, Anne-Marie. How can I have more freedom and more money in my coaching practice without having to work longer hours? Well, let me tell you, I've done it, my clients have done it, and you can do it too if you have the right steps in place. So let's dive into the three things that you need to do in order to move away from the time for money business model. Now, the first step is value your time. And this is really important before you start practical action steps. So how much do you think you are worth? When I ask people that question, they either feel very awkward about answering it or they say a lot, priceless. But then when I ask them to put a figure on it, it stumps them. It's hard for them. 
So many coaches that I speak with and that I see don't really value their time and what they are worth for so many reasons. And one of the reasons really does have to do with their money mindset, the stories that they're telling themselves. And so often we can unknowingly devalue our time and what we are worth, which is reflected in what we charge. For instance, if you still offer discounts as a way to sign up a client, if you package, say, three coaching sessions together and you offer this as a cheaper rate because people are buying in bulk, so to speak, or maybe you even go overtime in your sessions, even by five or ten minutes, or maybe if you're the, at the beck and call of your clients, if you still are coaching clients, even though maybe they haven't paid you for the last session or the last few sessions that you already have had. Now, these are just a few signs that you are undermining your value. Now, I am sorry if this sounds a little harsh and I hope it doesn't come across this way. I'm talking about this topic today because it's something that I'm passionate about and it's something that I have personally experienced in my coaching practice many, many years ago, my coaching practice with careers and job seekers and executives. And then I really did not value my expertise. So I've been there and I found it very difficult to increase my income. I found it very difficult to break away from that time for money business model because it was what I was taught. It was all that I knew. And, you know, that question that we're so often asked by prospective clients, so how much do you charge? Well, in all honesty, I, because I wasn't valuing my expertise and my time, I would find that question very challenging and very difficult to answer confidently. So what I ended up doing was trying to convince a prospective client about how valuable I was. And when you have to try and convince someone of something that maybe you don't really believe in yourself or that you don't feel confident in, it's very hard to do that. And I was really struggling. So how did I change that? By looking closely at the value that I was offering my clients. So these were some of the things that I considered. You know, the knowledge and experience that I had gained over the years uh, and that I was involved in my industry. I also looked at the certifications and professional development that I had been involved in. There were also quite a number of awards that I had won that demonstrated that I had taken my learning and experience to a higher level. I also looked at the clients that I had already worked with and the successes that helped, you know, that I helped them achieve as well as my life experiences. Now, all of these things contributed to my knowledge and my experience. And therefore, when I added all of those things up, I could see just how I could support clients in helping them get out of their struggles and achieving their goals because of a culmination of all of those experiences, qualifications, awards, life experiences, all of those different things. Now, I knew how important it was for my ideal client to get out of their stuckness, out of the situation that they were in. And I could also see just how excited and empowered they became, even at the thought of being able to achieve their goals. 
to be finally able to achieve their goals to them and the thought that I could support them was priceless to them. And the thought of what remaining stuck would continue to cost them in terms of money, in terms of happiness, in terms of their relationships, in terms of their health, all those things. Well, the cost to all these areas, if they remain stuck, if they did not do something, was just too high for them. And they were willing to invest in a solution. Now, once I recognized that, and I mean really, truly recognized it and acknowledged it, well, it changed my thinking towards what I was charging and the conversations that I was having with prospective clients, so much so that it impacted, in a good way, my confidence, my inner confidence in the conversations that I was having with my prospective clients. So I needed to change my thinking first on what I was offering and how much that was worth to a client so that I could confidently speak about this with them during our sales conversation. So this is something that I want you to think about too, you know, in the step of value your time. I want you to think about the knowledge and experience that you have gained over the years. Maybe you've had many, many years involved in your industry. Maybe when you have a look at the certifications and the professional development that you've undertaken, you can see immense learning and insight that you can share to prospective clients or clients who have said yes to working with you. Maybe you've also won awards or you've had some other recognition for your work. Maybe you've been published in other you know, publications or online or someone has you know, quoted you or used your material because they thought it was of value to share with their audience, to share with their community. Maybe you've been interviewed on some high profile um, media that's all worth you know, sharing and all part of the value you offer. Because let's face it, no one would approach you and say, hey, I want to interview you if what you had to share was not of value. So this is really important. I also want you to think about the clients that you've already worked with and the successes that you've helped them achieve. Now, sometimes when I speak to coaches or even clients when they're going through my program, they say, well, I've only really just started this particular process and I've only had a few clients or the people that they have worked with were voluntary. Doesn't matter. If you've worked with someone that has gone through your processes or gone through your programs and they've generated great results because of that, you can use them as a case study. You can use that as a success story. So make sure you don't devalue or discredit um, a success story because someone hasn't physically handed you dollars to, to do that, all right? Voluntary work and voluntary experience and voluntary um, participants in a program is exceptionally valuable. So don't de discredit or undermine it. You know, even your life experiences is certainly something that you can um, consider because some of the things that you've gone through, that you've been through, that you've had to overcome can be, uh, again, an insight and what you can draw upon 
in your work with clients. So please don't discredit this, even if it is experiences that don't necessarily relate specifically to what you are talking about, you know, with your clients. All these things contribute to your knowledge, your experience, and therefore when you add this all up, you should be able to see just how valuable your services and your support truly is to your clients by helping them get out of where they are, their stuckness, their struggles, and helping them achieve their goals. And that is what they you are getting paid for and what they're investing in, all of this knowledge and this experience. And a great quote that I heard a number of years ago, I'm not too sure who said this, but I want to repeat it again. And I, I've mentioned it in, in numerous shows. It's worthy of being repeated. You don't get paid for the hour you get paid for the value you bring to the hour. So, you know, if you worked with someone for 10 minutes, does that mean that you should only charge them for 10 minutes? No way. That 10 minutes and the ideas that you shared or what you coached them on could be what they needed to take them to the next level in the achievement of their goals. Now, my coaching sessions are often 30 minutes. Sometimes for my high VIP clients, high level VIP clients, they are 45 minutes, but um, other clients, 30 minutes. And we can be talking for 10 minutes. And through the brainstorming that we're doing, I think I had one client that had so many different post-it notes over, stuck over everything. She said, oh my goodness, I need to go away and organize all of these. So, you know, don't just think um, that you get paid for the hour. It's the culmination of all your expertise. And you could share one thing that could be the next million dollar idea if you're a business coach for a client and that's what they're paying for you. So I spent a lot of time on that first step, but it's so important. It, it really is the foundation on everything else because if you don't value your time, if you don't value your time, how can you expect a prospective client to value your time? All right, enough about that one. Let's move on to step number two, leverage your time leverage your time now as i mentioned earlier in the long run a time for money business model has limited potential for growth and often ends up with the business owner becoming overworked and stressed because they have to work longer hours in order to make more income so avoid building a business that requires you to increase the number of hours you worked as the only way of growing your income rather Think about how you can leverage your time by adopting a many-to-one business model. A many-to-one business model. How do you do this? Well, you do this by developing programs and packages where you can work with multiple people at the same time. So you can increase the number of clients you work with and the amount of income you generate too. So you can do this through group coaching programs. You might run a webinar where you have a number of people attend or tally seminars. There's a lot of different mediums that you can use. But this is something that I spend quite a bit of time working on with coaches during my six-figure business success blueprint coaching program. In fact, one of my clients, Kaz, developed an incredible program about content development and social media and boosting your visibility online and she continues to roll that out over and over again and each time she works with multiple clients in that same program that she's already created fantastic content for there's no need for her to reinvent the wheel with each client and she follows a streamlined system where she's able to work with many many clients 
at the one time and each time she rolls it out, she can invite more and more clients to step in to her program. So if you don't have a program yet, how do you get started on creating one? Well, there are a number of steps, but what I want to do is boil them down into some brief action steps that you need to take to get started. So here's, uh, here, here's what you should be doing. Firstly, you really do need to get clear on who your ideal client is, the struggles that they have and the outcome that they want to achieve. So if you have a program that you're creating, try and focus on, say, one outcome. For instance, I might create a program that helps people get noticed, get hired and get paid what they're worth. But they're all focusing on the one thing. Like I wouldn't want to create a program that was, you know, you can get out there on your stage and by the way, I'll have you create your own coaching program and maybe I'll have you, you know, put together a really nice outfit so you look fantastic on stage. You see that in the second example that I gave, it's kind of all over the place. It's not really focused and the client's probably going to get confused because it's kind of like, I want to get out there and speak, but I don't necessarily want to overhaul my clothing. So it really does need to be quite focused. All right. So get totally clear on your ideal client, the struggles and one major outcome that is going to be achieved through your program. Then you need to think about the first step that you will take your client through in order to get them closer to their outcome. You might need to think about this for a little while, but once you've got that, you write down the step on a piece of paper and you keep that handy. So then considering that they've done that step, that you've taken them through this action step, what's the next step? Write it down on that piece of paper and then considering that yes, they've done that step, what is the next thing that you would need them to work on to get them closer to their outcome and you follow that process till you get to to the outcome so there's no further steps there's no further action steps that they need to do and going through this process uh, until all of the steps are outlined once you've finished you've then got a really great step-by-step program that you can take your clients through now you don't want to have you know more than say seven or eight steps Try and keep them quite focused, depending obviously on how long your program is. If it's a 12-month program, then uh, possibly you can have more steps. But if it's only a a short six-week or a three-month program, then of course you're limited to the amount of of steps that you can include in your program. So you need to go back, of course, and and tweak things. However, once you've mapped out all the steps that you need in, in the program, you're pretty much right. So each of the steps that Kaz listed out are then modules for her program and each module runs for a week. However, if a module was longer and quite involved, you could run it over a number of different you know, weeks. You'd need to decide that. So some other things that you want to do is create accompanying worksheets and templates. You might have some additional resources such as MP3 programs or other content that you've developed previously that you can add as a bonus. Then give your program a benefit-driven title that speaks to your ideal client and voila you have a great program that you can launch. Identify what program you want to create, what are the steps that you want to take the clients through to get them from where they are now stuck to the outcome that you promised that the program is going to deliver week by week or module by module, create some templates and some worksheets and the content, you know, in the program and give it a great title. And there you go, launch it. Now, another idea to leverage your time is to create information products such as ebooks 
or home study courses, maybe some autoresponders that provides a lesson, each autoresponder, maybe even a video or audio-based programs. There's so many different ideas that you can come up with. And it's a great way to increase your income that doesn't necessarily require your time to deliver that content. So you're creating them once and then you can sell your product over and over again. For instance, I have a program called Signature Talk Profit Secrets Program and that allows people to create a signature talk that they can give over and over again and the steps that I take people through allows them then to give a free talk where they can generate subscribers, they can generate leads, they can generate clients and when they do all of the steps correctly they can create a five-figure payday from their next free talk. Now I've developed all of the content I don't have to teach the main modules, the main content, but what I can do is if I launched a group coaching program, which I do every quarter or I will be doing every quarter, then what happens is I can do Q&A. So I release the topic, the main module, and then this in the second half of the week, I might do the Q&A. So it's something that I can have multiple clients stepping into. They're all studying the same material and the Q&A allows me to provide more one-on-one sort of answering questions type of thing. So I'm just giving you that example so you can see the type of things that you can do to leverage your time. Now, I can really geek out about this and we do geek out about this in my six-figure success blueprint coaching program. But this is just some of the things that you need to talk or need to think about as you're moving away from the time for money business model. And this is the many-to-one business model. So as you can see, just by incorporating some of these steps in creating your own program, you too can generate income, increased income by having more than one client working with you in the one time. So that's pretty incredible, isn't it? Now, by the way, if this is something that you love to do and you really appreciate supporting, pop on over to six figurebreakthroughsecrets.com that's the number six figurebreakthroughsecrets.com and you can find out more about my program where I take you through each step that you need to have in place to create a six figure or more coaching practice you can find out more and you can register and get yourself on my VIP waiting list so that you are the first to know when we open the doors when we open the spots to the next program so that's www.six the number six figure breakthroughsecrets.com. All right, step number three, and this is a short one, free up your time, free up your time. Now this step, I'll keep brief. I've spoken about this in some detail during my Biz Success series. That's the free 10-week complimentary course over at www.bizsuccessseries.com if you haven't already accessed that series. Now often as coaches to save money, we can be tempted to do everything ourselves. However, doing that is false economy. Why is that? Because if you're doing all of the tasks that you should be outsourcing to a support team, and it doesn't have to be a support team that is full-time, can be just as needed or part-time. When you are not outsourcing some of your admin tasks, the tasks that can easily be outsourced to a support team, it means that you're not working on income-generating tasks that's going to drive your business forward. So what you need to do is decide on the tasks that you want to outsource 
and start to put aside a portion of your income specifically for your team. And when I first got started, I started to put away 10 to 15 percent of the income that I was generating and I would put that towards team. That was when I was at a stage where I really only just started up my business. And after a while, I had enough in the kitty to be able to reach out and invest in my first part-time VA. And that has then continued uh, to increase. But one thing that you do need to do is to consider, and this is before you outsource the activity, decide on what you are going to work on now that you've got additional time and and that means you know perhaps speaking getting out in front of a lot of people who are your ideal clients perhaps attending networking events having conversations with prospective clients you do that so that you do focus on the right activities that are going to get you closer to your client and generating income so that you can continue to reinvest in that team member uh, and you do that so that you don't kind of twiddle away your your free time now on incidental tasks so there you have it three steps to move away from the time for money business model step number one value your time understand just how valuable your time is and stop undervaluing your time step two leverage your time with programs that can have multiple clients working through at the one time so group coaching programs create also products that don't necessarily need your time to deliver them but that you can sell over and over again and step three free up your time by hiring team to work on admin tasks so that you can work on getting out and signing up new clients so hope that was helpful for you Okay, we're just about at the end of today's show and today's inspirational message is by Debbie Auger. Before you master your business or your life, you must first master your mindset. Before you master your business or your life, you must first master your mindset. So very important. I love what Debbie has to say and I totally, totally um, uphold, uphold that inspirational tip. I think it's so important, which was why I spent so much time today in the very first step talking about valuing your time because it's all around the mindset that you have around what you are worth and how much you can charge. So remember, the first step is recognising that you are valuable and then making a commitment to go through those steps that I mentioned so that you can start to leverage your time, create your own program that will allow you to have multiple clients working with you at the one time. And so therefore you can increase your income, increase the amount of clients that you're working with without necessarily having to work longer, longer hours because you need to sleep. You need to also work on business development activities, get out there and speak and network. They're great ways to to really boost your visibility so you can't do that if you're working and stretching yourself out too thin all right that's enough for me in, in that message but what I want you to do is this week if this is a valuable message in today's podcast then I encourage you to head over to iTunes if you haven't already and subscribe to our show because every week I bring another topic to help you take your coaching practice to the next level and I don't want you to miss out on it so go over to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com 
forward slash CCP iTunes. And while you're over there, why don't you go ahead and leave a comment and a rating as well. Remember, if you've got a question that you'd like me to answer in an upcoming show, head on over to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP Connect. Leave your name, your business name and your question and I look forward to answering that in an upcoming show. Till next week, have a fantastic week. Stay inspired. Bye for now. This is Anne Marine.